You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 141, featuring Bill Wade of TireRack.com Street Survival. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his CFC team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, we are proud to introduce you to Bill Wade, the National Program Director for TireRack.com Street Survival. Originally formed in April 2002 by the BMW Car Club of America Foundation, The program is more than coaching young, less experienced drivers on how to handle their vehicles in emergency situations. It's about staying safe and alive. It's time to head to the Bluegrass State, where we'll meet Bill and learn how he and his crew members of volunteers are making a real difference. So, let's get revved up! Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. As always, it is great to have you back with us again this week. In just a few minutes, we're going to be speaking with the National Program Director of Street Survival, Mr. Bill Wade. Remember, this is your podcast. Together, it's all about car community, car culture. Now, for a word from our OEM sponsor, Porsche Mechanicsburg. In the market for a Macan, Cayenne, 718, or 911, Porsche Mechanicsburg will match you with the perfect vehicle from their extensive inventory of pre-owned and new models. When it comes to service on these magnificent machines, their record of quality workmanship is unmatched with a staff of mechanics whose prowess in all facets of Porsche engineering is world-class. These are all time-tested trademarks that have been part of the Faulkner Auto Group since 1932. 2021 will witness an expansion of their sales and service excellence with the now-completed new state-of-the-art Porsche Center. Located at 6625 Carlisle Pike, Porsche Mechanicsburg is the destination when ready to make that dream a reality, parked in your driveway. So this week's trivia question is, what is the probability of a teen getting in an accident in the first three years of their driving career? That answer awaits at the end of this episode. It's now time to head to Louisville, Kentucky by phone and speak with Bill Wade. Hello and welcome back, Cubers. This is Darren. I am here with Bill Wade, and Bill is dialing in. Bill, thanks for being here. He is based in Louisville, Kentucky, and he is the National Program Director for TireRack.com Street Survival. And Bill, this is really what you've been doing for the last 15 years is so important, especially for young and new drivers. Talk a little bit about what Street Survival is, if you would, please. Um, sure would. Um, happy New Year, New Year, by the way. Yes. Um, Street Survival is a one-day uh, team driving course. Uh, if you think about team driving in the sense of driving education, in the sense of what we grew up with, mm-hmm. uh, I'm 61, so um, you know you either got it in school or you got it from your parent. Um, this is graduate school for drivers' education. 
Um, we don't spend a whole lot of time on showing them what pedal does what. We want them to come to our program with at least 25 hours of uh, driving experience, but we teach them uh, what to do when things go wrong. So we work on a skid pad. Uh, we teach them um, skid recovery. We teach them threshold braking, accident avoidance. Uh, we have them work on a slalom course so they understand the weight transfer of the car. Out of if in the car, the car does that. And if that's not what you want them to do, then we teach them how to fix that. So it's a lot of uh, what to do when things go bad. Um, this is a one-day course all over the nation. It's it's uh, facilitated by uh, chapters of the BMW Car Club of America, the Porsche Club of America, um, chapters, regions of the Sports Car Club of America, um, a lot of auto enthusiast groups where a volunteer base uh, we can uh, train and, and have them promote this for us. Excellent. Well, and I love the fact that you do have these these prominent clubs as uh, kind of grassroots support and getting the word out. And that's someone that up in my central Pennsylvania area uh, that you've been working with uh, over the years past was who put me in touch with you. So I, I think that's a great way to uh, to get it out to all the communities, all the states, all the areas. I know that. Um, and I don't want to jump ahead. We can maybe talk about this at some point, but I really was intrigued when we had our pre-meeting. Uh, Bill, how you got into just about just the pages and pages of Word document that you have of the testimonials. The fact that, to your last point, that it's the graduate school, it's teaching that 16, 17, 18-year-old how to handle uh, the family minivan or their own uh, maybe 15, 20-year-old sedan that the, the family bought for them. But if they get into an icy or a wet road situation, the muscle memory, building the muscle memory of the counter steer. And you were even saying about how um, a car with ABS or non-ABS, that they, of course, respond very differently and that the, the student may never have realized under heavy acceleration or heavy deceleration braking how the physics of the car may have worked because obviously mom and dad or guardian would have... Uh, not been too happy if they mashed the throttle or mashed the brake, right? Absolutely. Um, most states are now relying on their parents to um, give their uh, their teens all their experience at driving, and the problem with that is who taught the parent how to drive? Yes. Um, if the parent is using that time wisely, which we also question, um, you know, what background does the parent really have in, in driver education and understanding the physics, uh, and the vehicle dynamics to explain why, um, we, you know, what happens to the car when you slam on the brakes? Uh, if the car goes into a slide, what do you do to fix that and why? Mm -hmm. Um, AAA, uh, states that it takes five years to become an average driver. Um, so if you're not, if you're not giving, uh, if you don't have the training to handle a skid, you might not get that fifth year of experience. Um, if you're sliding off the road into a ditch, into a tree. So we're, we're trying to give them, um, situations where they would get into when they're in trouble, um, going too fast around the curb in the rain or on the ice and snow, um, what to do when the car doesn't behave quite like they think it should. Mm -hmm. What have you found, and I know that you have a credible group of 20 plus volunteers and, and a, a real network 
all across uh, uh, the states to help with that. But what are the, the common things that the uh, in-car trainer, educator hears that uh, perhaps a new driver, we assume that that's, a lot of this is common, uh, common knowledge, but for someone that maybe didn't have the very best in at-home training, they may not have had uh, high school, uh, you know, driver's ed. What do they What do they comment on that they they walk away with those eureka moments at the end of the day? Um, a lot of it is, of course, at the extremes when you're when you're braking absolutely as hard as you can, and sometimes you have to encourage them to push the brake pedal absolutely as hard as they can because they think they're going to hurt the car, mm-hmm. or they think the car is going to literally flip over or fall on its side. Uh, just because they're braking and turning the wheel. So, you know, the ABS system, uh, allows you to brake and steer. Um, that's what, that's what we'd like to say ABS stands for is the ability to brake and steer, mm-hmm. not just stomp on the pedal and hold the car straight and go on and ram whatever, gotcha. um, you're heading towards. <clears throat> so a lot of times we hear, oh, I didn't know the car would continue to turn if they've got the wheels, you know, uh, at 100% braking because right. those wheels are still rolling. They're not locked up and sliding like you do in a, in a non-equipped ABS car. Or, uh, you know, when you're in a skid, um, we've had students go, oh, well, I, I've felt that before, right before it happens. We're trying to get them to recognize what it feels like right before the skid happens. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, well, I've felt that before, but I never, I, I didn't skid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know how close I was to skidding. So that's, uh, you know, or sliding. So that's kind of, that's kind of always uh, eye-opening when you hear that. That's good to, to know. I mean, and I think, too, that like we talked in our pre-meeting that just understanding to your last point that the, the car is not going to do a, a nose over or a roll onto its uh, doors or anything like that to, to have a better appreciation for just vehicle dynamics and the physics involved and, and realizing that uh, cars are all different in the way they're engineered. But at the same time, it's those four patches of rubber that is the only contact point, regardless if it's uh, you know the the family uh, Ferrari or if it's uh, mom's three ton minivan or SUV. So exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, what uh, interesting vehicles have you seen uh, brought to the uh, to the the training days? I think you talked before that there's been um, you know, some various uh cars that you may not expect not exactly the the Taurus sedan of well, many years we, ago. Yeah, we 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 stress that they should be bringing the car that they're going to drive every day. Gotcha. Um you know, there's a lot of programs from manufacturers out there that'll put you behind the wheel of a new BMW or a new Mustang or something like that with all the bells and whistles that traction control and stability control and, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of that has. But if you're in the clapped out Volvo wagon that, you know, is, is on sketchy tires and tired suspension and <laughs> brakes that aren't quite up to snuff, right. um, you're not really learning what your vehicle is going to do in, a, in an emergency situation. So we push really hard for them to bring that car that they're going to drive every day. But... Sense. 
um, dad that has the new Porsche or um, we've had a Ferrari or two show up or we've had, you know, a, a, a high performance car that he wants his son to, quote, really see what it'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unfortunately, that's that's not really what we're there for. Um, that That's not quite what our mission is. So uh, we try to get all the information out there early that um you know if you're just trying to show off your new toy to your son um there's other places you can do that not the most appropriate use of that understand well i know that uh those that are listening and that's why i'm really excited to have you be a guest bill is the fact that we have really worked hard at cars of carlisle to expand the uh, demographics and, and the the audience age range so we have listeners in in their mid-teens uh, and through 15, 17, 19, all the way up, uh, we have got uh, kids on the, that listen to the show that are in their 80s and 90s, or, you know, and mostly you know, 70s and 80s. So um, kids of all ages, and I, to me, there's no sense in needing to grow up. But what have you found to be the, um, uh, the aspect that is most important uh, as far as for parents or guardians or grandparents that might be listening to this show that say, I really like what Bill Wade has to say. I like the fact that TireRack.com, Street Survival, is really interested in, in keeping these young drivers safe. Where do I sign up? Obviously, with the pandemic, we talked that things need to be tabled there for for better part of the next four to six months, correct? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, we, we did 108 schools all across the U.S. last year, and uh, we were on tap to do even more this year. Uh, unfortunately, we, we pulled the plug on all of our efforts after starting and stopping and restarting and restopping. Um, we, we finally just pulled the plug in early, uh, uh, late September, early October for the rest of the year. Um, to, you know, to keep our, our volunteers, uh, healthy, uh, to keep our students and parents safe, um, we just had to stop. So we're, we're really looking at a period where the vaccine that's coming uh, has been widely distributed uh, across all age groups uh, in, into the population enough that, that we feel comfortable uh, with that. So we're looking at the end of the second quarter, beginning of third quarter, so a late June, uh, early July kind of time frame will get back under operation. Okay. So if you go to our website, which is streetsurvival.org, and look on our schedule page, mm-hmm. which should be our schedule page, um, there's a there's a button right in the middle uh, that says nothing close, request a school here. Um, if you click on that, it opens up a little dialog box that you put in your name, uh, your mailing address with zip code, and then an email address. And when we get back under steam uh, and start opening up schools again, you'll get an email from us when you're within 150 miles of a school. Um, we've kind of found that that's a decent distance that people are willing to travel uh, to, to have their team um, educated properly. Um, out west, we'll, <laughs> we'll have people that will drive six hours, spend the night, and go to the school the next day. But um, mm-hmm. uh, in more densely populated areas, um, um, we, we found that two hours is about uh, about a good uh, distance to travel. That makes sense. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And I know from doing uh, some research on streetsurvival.org, some of the things that 
in the, obviously the website is very well laid out and would answer any of those FAQs that a parent or guardian may have. But I think some things worth mentioning, the fact that uh, while a parent isn't required to, uh, to attend along and, and accompany their, uh, their student, it's highly encouraged by your team, correct? That is correct. Um, we, we don't feel like we can require them to come, but um, to really make this important um, for the team to see you engaged in that. Um, it's funny because we'll have some parents um, that will sit in the back of the classroom because it's a mixture of not only driving exercises but also classroom, uh, and we'll have some parents that will sit in the back of the classroom and try to read a paper or read the look at their iPad or whatever, but then after about, no, oh, 15 or 20 minutes, they put all that away and they're listening to the classroom as well because they're either being taught things they never knew or being refreshed on things that they hadn't thought about in 20 or 30 years. That's so um, we, we feel that the parents that are showing engagement and showing how important this is for the team really makes a difference. Absolutely. Well, and I think that that says a lot uh, when when the teen driver knows that uh, the parent or guardian cares enough to to be there for those things, and and if they are in the back of the, the classroom and they put the uh, the phone away and and they are engaged, it probably makes for some actually very helpful conversations on the drive back home then to compare notes or to well, we, ask questions. We 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 don't always allow it to to wait that long. Uh, okay. We'll we'll get the parents engaged in conversations within the classroom itself on, uh, um, you know, one, cell phone usage and the distractions. Uh, unfortunately, I got in quite a uh, interesting discussion with a, with a gentleman that when I was saying to the parents that if you don't want your, your teen using a phone in the car, you can't either yeah. um, because the, 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 the kids have been watching the parents how they act in a car since they turn the car seat around. Uh, the minute you turn it around and have it facing you, the kids are watching what you do. So um, when they become a teen and actually start driving, you've already modeled behavior for, you know, 16 years uh, on how to act in a car. So uh, to, to try to drive that home, I'm saying, you you know, you shouldn't be using the phone in the car either if you don't want your teen to. And this gentleman said, well, you know, I have to send emails for work. That's not texting you know, that's work. Um, so we had a little discussion about yeah. the, the way the brain is distracted and, you know, the phone really doesn't understand it's a text or an email. So right. uh, uh, we, we, get, uh, we get conversations like that every once in a while that makes the day really interesting. <laughs> wow. I imagine those are, uh, we'll just say, interesting conversations for sure. Uh, should we talk a little bit about vehicle requirements? We had talked earlier about so you've had some more exotic type cars there, but obviously makes really strong common sense that whatever vehicle that uh, the student driver is going to be spending the most time in, whether it's theirs or shared with the sibling or whatever it might be, that that's the vehicle they come with. I know from the uh, streetsurvival.org it says, of course, that you know the vehicle itself should be in decent or good mechanical condition and, and safe with uh, based on the, the opinion of the look over by the instructor. How Can you talk a little bit about how the kind of the, the safety check works? Is that done formally or how does that all happen? Um, it's a pretty casual review. Well, uh, one, we give the, uh, we try to give every student uh, an air pressure gauge and teach them to check the tire pressures 
uh, on their car. Okay. Um, uh, and, and then we drive home why in the classroom, why it's important to know what your tire inflation pressure is. But in addition to that, then we start walking around the car and look at the condition of the tires. We don't want really bald tires and, and cord showing uh, or any, uh, uh, you know, any faults of the tire dry rot or mm-hmm. um, defects in the wheels uh, that, that might, um, you know, accentuate any problems for it. We'll raise the hood and be sure that the battery's tied down. It's not right. rolling around because we're, we're putting the car through some pretty, um, I don't want to use the word severe, some exaggerated driving conditions. Okay. Um, we're tossing it back and forth in a slalom course and in the accident avoidance course. When And when we do panic stops, we're doing panic stops, something that normally, if you didn't have ABS, would lock the wheels up and screech the tires and you know cause all kinds of noise. So you don't want a lot of things rolling around and coming loose like the battery. Um, so we look to see at the battery and then, you know, just looking to see what the hoses look like, what the belts look like. Um, uh, we don't want any problems of, of, uh, any of that, uh, throughout the day. Um, we have turned very few cars away, uh, if they're really, really unsafe. Um, obviously we wouldn't want them to participate, but we also wouldn't want them driving home. So, we try to point out where we're seeing deficiencies and, and just uh, be sure that the parent is mindful of that mm-hmm. because the kids basically get the hand-me-down cars. Uh, there's very few of them that are coming with new cars. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's either the grandmother special or the hand-me-down from the aunt or, or from a, another sibling. Um, so um, there, there's usually some age to it. Um, the bigger problem is um, high center of gravity vehicles, um, full-size pickup trucks, SUVs, um, you know, sport utility kind of vehicles uh, that have a high center of gravity that do not have electronic traction control. Luckily, those are kind of getting aged out, so we haven't seen too many um, in the past couple of years, but around... For domestic manufacturers around 2006, 2007, they started adding stability control. So anything that's considered a high center of gravity vehicle has to have uh, electronic stability control in it uh, before they can participate in this course. Um, just because we want to keep everybody safe and we try to explain why those vehicles are not really good vehicles for new drivers uh, that don't have that feature to them sure. just because of the chance of them falling down, like we say, or, you know, basically flipping, right. um, falling on its side. Other than that, if it's a street legal car, we want to, we want to be able to teach them how to drive it. Yeah, I, I understand that. And I, I do think just the fact that you're giving the, the students the opportunity to use a tire gauge to check and even consider they, uh, not to the maximum inflation point, but where it should be in the recommended range, making sure all four tires match. I imagine that there are student drivers that never had anyone tell them anything about how to, you know, you, you know, take off the cap, put it on the valve stem, check the pressure. Just little things like that, I'm sure, as, as takeaways are very, very valuable for those that attend. Well, I mean, the, yeah, the parents, the parents are standing behind the team going, oh, that's how you do that. Or, oh, that's where you find when we show them the decal on the door frame saying, you know, that the tire should be inflated to this, this amount and not what's 
like you said, not what's in maximum inflation on the tire. Sure. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. You know, so the again, the parents, the parents are learning right along with the teens. Yeah, that's invaluable for sure. It really is. I have to share with the listeners a quote by you, made by you, that I read on your website, and I, I brought it up here in my studio screen just so I got it right and didn't try to memorize it, but. I thought this really says a lot, and uh, I'm guilty too if I'm coasting up to a, a stoplight or whatever, and, and anyone that might glance down to see who the missed call was from or what have you, but uh, you can never be distracted. Uh, and this quote from you, Bill, is, few people realize that driving is one of the most dangerous things they do. A car traveling at just four miles per hour has more energy than a bullet, and that's a lot of responsibility. I'm sure that that yeah. has uh, sunk in with more than more than one student or parent. I mean, the, the automobile to get the team to realize that they're driving, you know, a ton and a half, a two-ton vehicle that's full of gasoline, sharing the road with. Uh, I used to say my 88-year-old mother, but she passed away about five years ago. Um, you know, that to get them to realize they're not the only ones on the road. And what they're actually doing uh, is very important, and why mm -hmm. uh, is is the biggest takeaway uh, for, for the program. Uh, you 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 know you're getting into a teenager's head, and if you've raised teenagers, you know that that can be a scary place at times. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> it's it's fun to see the little light come on uh, sure. over their head as 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 the day progresses. Sure. So um, yeah. there's there's lots of good takeaways, and and uh, Fortunately, um, different takeaways matter differently for different uh, different drivers. Yeah, I understand. I hear you. Well, I'm clear. There's, there's always opportunities too um, for getting involved with this. I know that you have an army of of volunteers, but would you like to talk maybe a little bit about? And I know there's an area on on your website about it, but just what would be involved if someone wanted to become a coach? And once you get back into having the schools hopefully in the summer of 2021, uh, where would someone, if they're listening, that says, well, well, my kids are grown, but I really believe in what Bill's saying and what street survival is about, I'd, I'd like to donate my time. Well, we'd be very appreciative of that. Um, to become a coach, um, you need to have some experience in, in driving itself. Uh, a lot of our coaches are either high-performance uh, driving instructors, which means they teach people how to drive sports cars or, or race cars on a racetrack um, or uh, an autocross, which is basically racing a series of cones in a big parking lot. Mm -hmm. um, you need to understand vehicle dynamics, what's, what's understeer and oversteer, what threshold braking means, uh, what weight transfer means, and, and, and the, the ins and outs of all of that. Uh, we have a course online that um, will take about an hour to do um, that would give you all the basics, uh, test the basic knowledge that you'd have for that. But we also need people just to come out and, and chase traffic cones across the site okay. uh, to help um, set up the course and take down the course and uh, help set up lunch and help set up the classroom. I mean, we you don't have to know anything necessarily about cars to get involved uh, uh, there's plenty of things to do other than sitting in the right hand seat um, as i said the schools are mainly facilitated by uh, chapters of car clubs 
um, Sports Car Club of America, uh, the BMW Club, Audi Club, Porsche Club, Ferrari Club, all of these guys that have a instructor base for either track schools or competition or autocrossing uh, that we give them to uh, a, a little bit of uh, a hymnal on how we do things and, and, and the terms that we want used for that. Um, so if you're a member of a car club um, and you want to get involved, um, talk to the uh, management structure of your club and say, hey, I found out about this project, uh, about this uh, program, and I'd really like to get us involved in that. The hardest us to come into a new city is actually finding a site that's acceptable. Uh, we need a big piece of asphalt um, or um, a couple um, – two or three medium-sized pieces of asphalt that are fairly close together. So a parking lot uh, at an uh, office building that's kind of divided up berms or something like that, if, if, the, if the pieces are big enough that can add up to one big piece, we can, we can use that. But typically what we're looking for is a piece of asphalt at least 600 by 900 feet, uh, and that's a bare minimum. Anything bigger is better. Um, we can deal with some light poles. We can lay out the exercises with poles, but a lot of landscape islands or uh, the the parking bumpers um, that that we can't we can't do anything with. So um, even if you're excited and you can get your club really excited, you got to have asphalt and you got to find that. Um, I can't do that long distance very well. Sure. Uh, but if you can find something, uh, um, uh, Unity College that's closed on the weekends, um, a shopping mall that might have gone out of business, but right. can mm-hmm. still, um, you, you know who the owner is and you can get access to that lot. Any kind of business closed on the weekends with a big parking lot. Um, we have the liability insurance that, that's needed. Uh, we've got a good package that we can show a property owner or a facility manager about what we do and how we do it. Uh, we promise we will leave the site cleaner than it was when we got there. Um, you, you've got a site you need and give me an address. I'll call it up on Google Earth and, and look at a satellite photo of it and tell you if it's, uh, if it's actually uh, worth pursuing but you know we've got last year we had 65 different hosts put on those 108 schools for us all across the nation we're in um um, 54 different locations um in 20 of the top 25 media markets so um this is a this is a good way to give back to your community uh if you are a club and you're looking for things to do um, it's a, it's a good way to counter the hairy knuckle car guy, um, uh, <laughs> vision that's out there for a lot of people. Um, and, uh, just, you know, anytime you're sitting at a street light and a group of teenagers pulls up next to you, you kind of look over and you go, you know, how, how safe are they driving? How much knowledge do they have? Uh, and after doing this program a little bit, you can you can kind of feel good about it at the end of the day that you help save 20 or 30 kids. Yeah, absolutely. It's very few jobs, and I know you've been doing this for about 15 years, uh, that you can feel that uh, you've truly probably, not, not probably, you have saved countless 
uh, countless lives, just you and the team, based on the good work that's being done. So that's that's extraordinary. Well, I think I think I told you in our in our preliminary uh, talks, uh, I was an architect for 25 years, and uh, since I've taken this on, um, once our season starts and we we start having schools, um, I get emails from parents or students. Uh, sometimes it's years after they've gone through the program and. And uh, I get emails saying, uh, you know, what you taught me saved my life today. Um, I never got that as an architect. Um, I never got that phone call or text or email saying, wow, I walked through your lobby and it, and it changed my life or saved sure. my life. So, sure. yeah, it's pretty gratifying to, uh, uh, to get those things and to share it with the team that uh, put that school on. We're going to take a brief pause and we'll be back in less than 40 seconds to hear more about how you can support Street Survival and the good work that they're doing, as well as how to reach Bill himself. We'll be right back. Just a reminder to all you Cubers, it's not a moment too soon to become a Cars of Carlisle subscriber and accelerate your experience. Leaving a five-star rating on iTunes, posting a review, and sharing Cars of Carlisle with friends makes you an integral part of the crew. If you like what you hear, support the cause with a quick click of the PayPal button on the main page of our website, carsofcarlisle.com. So act now, take a look around, and let's hit the fast lane together. Thank you. Well, I know that uh, people that are listening, obviously, um, they can't bring their student just yet, not for another six months or so. But if they wanted to uh, look into, as you say, um, reaching out and, and perhaps getting on a list to do, as you said, chasing cones, if not being in the car and going through the, uh, the computer-based training and, and all that. What, um, I mean, I know that there's, they can, they can, if they wanted, they felt so moved, particularly as it's coming up in the, uh, you know, at this time of year, uh, where we're all starting to think about our taxes and, and that. I know on the website, they have uh, various amounts that you can be donated from $25 increments up to 250 and that's through the uh, BMW CCA, the Car Club of America Foundation, and it's on behalf of the Tire Rack Street Survivals. You want to talk a little bit about if people wanted to make a tax-deductible donation to help support the cause? Um, absolutely. The uh, program uh, um, with the BMW CCA uh, Foundation, which is a separate 501c3 from the BMW Car Club of America, uh, members of the car club felt that the teenagers were getting the short end of the stick as it came at, came from uh, the driver education standpoint. Uh, so they started a foundation strictly to start street survival. Uh, and that was back in actually 2003. Um, so we, we do have a 501c3 status. We are it. Um, charitable organizations, anything did to us goes directly into the program. Um, we have, um, our, our, uh, fee for the students is only $95. Uh, doesn't matter what part of the country you're in, what city you're in, you're going to pay $95 to go through the program. And that's a, uh, that is a, such a, a, a program, um, a comparable program with, uh, commercial aspects such as Bob Bondurant or Skip Barber, uh, the BMW's uh, Performance Center in South Carolina uh, is literally thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're not in your car. You're driving a brand new car with a lot of bells and whistles that you might not have. 
Right. So um, to keep that cost low, we actually, you know, we obviously need support. The Tyrac has been with us 2006 and has been just incredible uh, sponsors. Um, they they write us uh, a very substantial amount of money a year and just say, go do good. Uh, there's no micromanaging. There's no, we want you to do this. We need you to do this. Um, they have really poured it on for us. Michelin came along um, in uh, about 2009 uh, and has been a big, big supporter for us as well. BMW North America actually um, started the whole thing with a grant to get us started. Uh, been a big supporter, and we actually got confirmation today that um, they they're on for another year. So that that's a that's a very good thing. So any contributions that any individual wants to make uh to us through the BMW CCA um foundation um that goes to street survival is is tax deductible and greatly appreciated. Well, I know you have uh a lot of statistics uh and I don't want to preempt you but uh maybe uh Bill you could hand select a couple poignant uh facts or, or trivia elements, are not, they're not so trivial, but just as far as um, the statistics that you know about, obviously, with uh, young or teen drivers, that uh, they are so susceptible. Like I know the one is that 20 times more likely to be in a, a vehicular accident than uh, an adult driver. So in, any of those that you'd want to share with the listeners, I think that would be terrific. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, to kind of start out to think about how many drivers are on the road? How many of them are teenage drivers? Teenage drivers really only account for a little more than 6% of the total drivers in the United States, but they account for over 14% of the drivers that are involved in fatal crashes and 18% uh, that are involved in any kind of police-reported crashes. And I think most of us can kind of think back on our teenage years and how many little fender benders or mishaps that we had that the police didn't know about. Mm -hmm. So um, that that percentage goes way up from there. Um, I think the one that really bothers me the most, though, is that um, a thousand teenagers a day are treated in emergency rooms uh, for injuries that happen in a in a motor vehicle crash. A thousand kids a day, um, and a minor. It could be something like a broken finger, uh, or, you know, a, uh, a, a black eye. Uh, but it could also be putting, putting a teenager in a wheelchair for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of kids that get hurt and a lot of it for really no reason other than they don't use their seatbelt. Um, well over 50% of the teens that die in auto accidents uh, aren't wearing a seatbelt. Um, and they're passengers. Uh, for some reason, when they get out of the driver's seat and go into a passenger seat, they don't feel like they need their seatbelt. And that's, that's, just, that's just dumb. Could be farther um, so, so that kind of bothers me. No, most definitely. I, I know it's a very, very sad story you had shared with me. And I, I don't know if you feel you want to share about the... Uh, the father who lost two children in a, in a lunchtime situation. And that's why uh, he is a, a big believer of, of the good work you're doing. Yeah, we have, uh, we have several organizers uh, that are either organizers of a whole event or they just come to 
sit in the right hand seat with the team for the day and and to uh, to to share their knowledge that have had a tragedy uh, either you know their their child directly or um, some type of relationship either with a uh, a family member or uh, somebody that they worked with um, mm-hmm. that have had a tragedy and and they want to they want to stop that. Um, one of the interesting things that, that we try to do at every school is we bring a semi-truck on site uh, and we park cars around the semi-truck that simulates uh, state. Uh, but we put the cars in the blind spots of the semi-truck. And then we have teenagers get up into the cab of the semi-truck one at a time, close the doors and look at the mirrors. Uh, and they don't see the cars that are sitting around. And one of them Typically, we try to find the biggest truck on site and use that behind the trailer uh, right within the blind spot, which is typically about 100 feet behind the semi-truck trailer that's still in the blind spot. Um, but we have a gentleman that um, has done quite a bit of schools in my area for us that's a semi-truck driver, uh, and he's he's a big, burly, you know, what you would think of as a semi-truck guy, yeah. uh, what a driver would look like. And he gets very emotional talking to these kids uh, because he lost his best friend uh, to a car crash. Uh, and um, he found out about us, and uh, anytime I get on the phone and say, hey, can you come down to, you know, so-and-so on this date, he says, I'll be there. Um, wow. But it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it can, it, I'm grateful for the people that are turning these tragedies into, uh, into good things and, and, and helping. Really uh, commend you and the, and the group of volunteers for all of the work you do. Um, it's a, it's a, one of those things, like you said, making a difference and an impact. And it may take years for someone who has taken the course to realize that, but uh, the fact that they, they reach out to you, and uh, you know that you've got, uh, just as this you said about the, the semi-driver, uh, a, a group of folks that will be there for you at any point. That's, that's tremendous. Very wealthy relationships. Well, these, these volunteer, yeah, these volunteers are amazing. I mean, yes, I can lean back and say, well, I get paid to do this. I wouldn't do this if I didn't think it was important and if I didn't enjoy it. But um, the organizers of each school, the ones that are really putting them on, are putting on, putting in a couple hundred hours worth of uh, organizing and 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 um, you know time that they could be spending on numerous other things. Uh, and then to have these coaches come that are the volunteers that um, get up very early in the morning on a Saturday when you know they. To be honest, sitting in a fishing boat someplace <laughs> right. uh, and give up a day and get sweaty and get hot or get cold, um, you know, just just to teach somebody's teen how to be a safer driver is yeah. is just incredible to me. Yeah. And and I watch these these men and women do it over and over again, and I'm I'm always in awe. And I've been doing it for 15 years, so uh, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. Our volunteers are incredible. Well, hats off to all of them. Well, we're, we're getting uh, down the road on our, our interview. I wanted to make sure that there's other things, anything that you would like to cover, but perhaps you'd like to just at least uh, say a word about uh, the great partners that you have. Obviously, you talked about TireRack.com and that, that open check and, and the incredible support they give you as far as to go out and do good, uh, BMW Car Club. But if, if you wanted to mention any of the, the partners, this would be a good time to do that. 
sure. Um, we get support from the BMW Club chapters both in North America and in Canada. We do do some schools up in Canada. Um, so, um, you know, those volunteers have been amazing. The Sports Car Club of America uh, puts on a little more than uh, 45% of our schools for us last year. Um, they've been, they've been incredible. Uh, the Porsche club is coming along strong. They've been involved uh, for a couple of years now, uh, have been doing really well. So, um, just another great, um, set of, of volunteers for us. Um, uh, we've talked about the tire rack. We've talked about Michelin, mm-hmm. um, FCP Euro is kind of the newest sponsor for us. They're our hospitality sponsor. Um, and we're looking, uh, we're looking to be able to showcase their wares and, and uh, talk about them in the years to come here. So um, we couldn't do it without these these people and then the, the hundreds of local sponsors that will donate lunch or will pay for water on a local level uh, that are too numerous for me to mention. We'll have four or five sponsors at every school that somebody's law firm or somebody's, uh, um, you know, business this will, will lead to us and make the day a whole lot easier for everybody. That, that warms the heart when you know that there's great people out there that are willing to, to get involved and to do their, to help in any way they can. And like you said, uh, catering and, and uh, whatever it might be, you, maybe don't give that a, a too much of a thought when you're 16, 17 years old. But uh, thanks to all of those generous individuals who want to help and participate and, and give to the cause in their own particular way. That's outstanding. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to give you the final time behind the wheel. And, and Bill, I really have enjoyed talking with you about this and learning more about it. I'm certain and very confident that the listeners will uh, appreciate and everyone knows a young driver in their life, whether it's uh, a niece or nephew, a son, a daughter, a grandson, granddaughter, whatever it might be. And I certainly hope they look into your program and we, uh, we take care of the next generation of drivers and, and may they be better than the rest of us as far as safety and, and car handling. So I'll give you the final say. Absolutely. Whatever you'd like to uh, close the interview out with, you have the wheel. Well, if, if you know a teenager, uh, if you know somebody that's getting ready to be a, uh, a new driver or somebody that's only had a year or two behind the wheel, would highly encourage you to uh, look us up and see if uh, there's a school around you. If there isn't, uh, feel free to contact me. My information's on the website, or you can find me at bill.wade at streetsurvival.org. Tell me you've got a place. Tell me you've got a lot of interest in an area, and we'll see what we have to do to get the volunteers there and to, to get a program going for you. Excellent. Well, Bill, you are now an official part of the Cars of Carla community and, and family. And if uh, we welcome you back at any point, especially as we get closer to that uh, second, third quarter bridge and when we hope that uh, uh, immunizations and, and uh, vaccine will be out and your schedule then will be uh, back in gear. Certainly would love to have you come back then. But thank you so much for giving of your time this evening. And I really am glad to uh, get the word out on on all the good things you guys are doing. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about the program. This has been awesome. Great. Thank you, Bill. All right. Thank you. As we are back and getting ready to wrap this week's episode up, I want to say on behalf of the entire team here at Cars of Carlisle Network, we are very, very 
proud to know Bill and uh, want to thank him for his time and uh, all of the many volunteers that contribute to TireRack.com Street Survival. A big thank you to all of you uh, for helping keep our young drivers safe. And as a reminder, for future school information, you can go to www.streetsurvival.org and go to the green button on their website. Uh, you can sign up for possibly a future event uh, as we get, as Bill said, out of this pandemic situation and uh, likely mid part of the 21, 2021 year that is. Um, so be sure to look into that, uh, especially if you know a younger driver that can benefit from the program. Now, let's downshift to this week's trivia question. If you recall earlier in the show, I had asked, what is the probability of a teen getting in an accident in the first three years of driving? And that answer is 89%. So it's pretty self-evident that uh, uh, how important programs like this are to help younger drivers. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this week's road trip. I want to say thank you so much for being along. We appreciate all you do to support the show and rating and reviewing and just being a fan and putting the word out and letting others know. Um, it means the world. So be sure to come back next week. We're looking forward to having you then. We will be here. And for now, remember, together it's all about car community, car culture. Drive well, be well, take care. <laughs>